Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narber. And I'm Steve Sears. We're comedians living in Hollywood bringing you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. And happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Thanks for giving us your time and listening to the show today. Exactly. And also thank you to Pro Wrestling Loot. Go to ProWrestlingLoot.com. Use the promo code Scott to get 10% off your first crate. That is a deal. Uh explanation of extended metaphor wrestling save your life i don't know what steve's talking about it's because he's jonesing for his latest pro wrestling loot crate yeah uh you get pro wrestling loot you get everybody wants stuff everybody always wants extra things everybody always wants more dvds more t-shirts more autographs more yeah. johnny carson stuff. said stuff what you want your uh, stuff are you talking about the George Carlin thing? No, I'm talking about Johnny Carson. I got my thespian letter by performing George Carlin stuff in high school, buddy. I know what I'm talking about. I know. I know. Um, I mean, I, unless it's my Bob Hope. hey yo, <laughs> uh, Fuck the Viet Cong. Huh? Right? Who doesn't like gifts? Who doesn't like gifts sent to your house? Who doesn't like extra wrestling stuff? And that's exactly what pro wrestling loot is. You get more stuff sent to your house. You get all these goodies. You get DVDs of shows you've never seen with wrestlers that you are aware of, but you never saw these guys fight each other. You get some unusual shirt. You get these independent companies making more cool wrestling stuff. It's different every month. It's a monthly subscription that gets sent right to your home. It helps support pro wrestling loot. It helps support the show. And it helps support yourself filling that wrestling need with stuff and things and goodies. All kinds it's of your wrestling stuff. memories crystallized in physical form. Yes. So go to ProWrestlingLoot.com. Use the promo code SCOTT. Get 10% off your first create. Tweet it out to us. Show us videos. Show us pic. I want to see your guys' Pro Wrestling Loot and see what you got and see how excited you are for it. Share it. Share it with us. So if you get a t-shirt... Put it on your dog. Show us that picture of your dog with a picture on it. See, Steve, you know how to talk to these people better than I do. I talk at them all the time. They're like, I don't want to know why I want to do No, that. no, no, guys. Put a shirt on my dog. Memification. 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 Yeah, Steve knows all these uh, these cool kid terms, and he knows what he's talking about. So do that. Check it out. And this episode is a very, very special episode near and dear to my heart because it's one of my all-time, long-time best friends in the world. I told him I wouldn't do an intro in front of his face because it would embarrass the shit out of me. Uh, my friend, Steve Vanoni. That's right, another Steve. I have two wrestling Steves. Uh, I've known him since I was about, I guess, like 17, 18 years old. Ah, we babe. <laughs> yes, we babe. Uh, God, we did so much stuff together when it comes to wrestling. We went to so many shows. We uh, went to UPW shows. We went to WWE shows. Uh, we watched stuff. He was introducing stuff to me, introducing stuff to him. And I've always wanted to have him on the podcast. And uh, we recorded this a little while back before he left to go live in Atlanta, doing the family thing and all that. Um, and this was just a really special interview coming up a little bit later on. And we'll get to that in a bit. And I, I give great thanks for that. But Steve, we're here. We're preparing thanksgiving what a feast you didn't have plans you didn't have plans i you didn't and you brought this feast to me scott i'm so thankful for Mm -hmm. what you're giving me well not not everything said there's a lot of the you know the pre i see candied yams i see sweet potatoes with the marshmallow crust Mm -hmm. i see turkey oh is this brined smells like it's brined did you brine it Right. Did you get a brine bag you brine this turkey yeah i got a brine brine bag bag, brine bag this turkey you let me know 
I I did. Stuffing that was cooked inside the turkey. Stuffing that was cooked outside of the turkey. We have vegetarian stuffing. We've got stuffing with chorizo in it. Chorizo, people. All right. We've got nacho cheese. We've got queso. We've got that that goes on top with a little bit of salsa and a little bit of chipotle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. I didn't think it was going to be good. It was so good. Thank you. Thank you for sharing this this feast, this cornucopia with me, Scott. Well, I feel like there's still some stuff to get prepared. You know, it's uh, we got what we got ready right now, and I know we have other people stopping by today to to bring more things. And well, wait pants. a minute, wait a minute, Scott. Where's the, where are the green beans? I don't, I don't know, Steve. Where, why? How can green, we have a Thanksgiving feast without green beans? Green beans is not traditional in my family. We don't do green beans. Well, well is anybody bringing green beans? Why are we not Steve, having green why, beans? Why would we have green beans? Because it's Thanksgiving and the color scheme is all fall colors, but you need a smattering of green so you know that there's a promise of new life coming in the season. That's what the celery is for. But that is a garnish. That is a garnish. Oh, it's a pre-snack. Are you telling me nobody is bringing green beans? I hadn't planned on bringing green beans. Boys, boys, boys. I left something in the car. I'll be right back. Mark Henry just came in and then left. I don't know. Did he bring something and forget it? It sounds like he did. You didn't have a Thanksgiving meal prepared until I arrived. Oh, uh, Ric Flair, you just missed Mark Henry. <laughs> oh, I saw him. Tell me, tell me, Ric Flair. We're good Te- friends. Tell me we we're going to be here together. Ric Flair, tell me you brought green beans. Why would I bring green beans? Thanksgiving isn't about green beans. It is not about that. That is not the kind of thing that the nature boy brings to a Thanksgiving meal. Well, Mr. Flair, please, uh, nature boy, Nate, come on. Tell me, what do you got for us? I am here to stuff the turkey. Uh, Ooh. Well, that's great, Mr. Bring Flair. her out. Bring her out and I'll stuff her good. Uh, Every Thanksgiving, I like to line up and stuff that turkey wrist deep. Sometimes elbow deep. Ooh. Mr. Flair, that's great. We've got uh, vegetarian stuffing. We've also got I the chorizo stuffing. Chop. <laughs> oh, man, you chopped the hell out of that stuffing. I don't like vegans. All right, we also have the chorizo stuffing. We can, you can put your... I don't stu- like it. Chop! <laughs> well, that's... Well, great. Now- Too spicy. Sometimes a nature boy gets a little bit of heartburn. Really? I, I feel like it's such a rarity that I never see you sweating. It's a rarity? You think it's a rarity that the nature boy sweats? Oh, Mr. Flair, come on, please. That's it. I'm gonna open my jacket. Mr. Flair, put your jacket back up. Woo! Put your jacket back up. I'm gonna elbow this vegan stuff. Alright, oh, Mr. Woo! Flair, Mr. I found the turkey. Oh, you're beautiful. There she is. Come here, darling. Did you want to get stuffed by Space Mountain? Now, it's very interesting, uh, Mr. Flair. I believe Scott said that he brined the turkey, which is usually about a 12-hour process. Uh-huh. You get a giant brine bag, and you boil it down. Oh, yeah. Vinegar, salt water, some spices, garlic, coriander. It's Steve just... Shivani, there's going to be some salt water, all right. All right. So... This is the way Charlotte was born. Uh, okay. Stuffing a turkey. That's what I call my ex-wife. Uh, fair enough. All right, here we go. Okay. I'm all, I'm bleeding. Oh. I'm bleeding. Oh, and your wrist is, your wristwatch is gone. Your I'm Rolex bleeding. is gone. I'm bleeding. I'm going to climb up to the top of the shelf. 
No, 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 We're don't. We're going to climb up to the Flair, top. Flair, don't go up there. You never. Oh, that turkey's alive. <laughs> that turkey's got me. Woo. Oh, Mr. Flair. Yeah, I landed on my back. Oh, Mr. Flair. I landed on my back, but not flat. Straight, it was on my side. Oh, Mr. Flair, I... I landed on my side. I've never seen you land anything from the top rope. Ah, I thought I was going to get it, finally. I'm bleeding like a stuck pig. Here, let me, uh, let's just take a little bit of this pumpkin pie and put it up there. Ah. Soothing, huh? Cold. Nah, take that, chop! Ah. <laughs> you chopped the pumpkin pie out of my hand. Ah, the horsemen are going to be coming over any time now. We're gonna be feasting all night long. Well, we've Where's got a- the booze. We've got apple cider for everybody. Scott's very excited. He got. I don't apple want cider. that chap. <laughs> Well, Where's the booze? Where's the archer? Where's the Jack Daniels? I, Where's the Morgan Drum? Where's the captain? I will talk. Where's the, you want to see the captain? I'll talk to Scott. You want to see the captain? I'll see if I can find You want to see the captain? Yes, I'd like to. Zip. Here's the All captain. right, Mr. Flair. Woo. Thank you, Nature Boy. Thank you for. 16 time world champion right there. Step of the turkey. Thank you very much. Oh, no. He's bleeding. <laughs> oh, no. It's bleeding. Uh, Mr. Flair, here, let's just put some pumpkin pie on it. Oh, that feels good. There you go. I'm going to go lay down and take a little nap. I'm watching the parade. There is so much blood and food everywhere. We just started. It's a Thanksgiving miracle, Scott. (laughs) Nature Boy was here. Oh, my God. I was just going to go get the olives. Oh, sweet. We got olives? Yeah, black olives upon your fingertips. Oh, man. That's the best. That's what my family does. Oh, uh, in terms of rolls, I like uh, a nice challah, the Jewish bread. I like it when it's very sweet. A little oh. bit of honey and butter. Very I don't tasty. think I've had a challah roll. I think you'd like it a lot. Great for sandwiches. Oh, I call it the Teddy Long Roll. Mate, what? Holla, holla, holla. Oh, boy. Uh, and then also... If you don't like my wrestling <laughs> puns, buddy, you don't know what I do for a not living. And then the Hawaiian Zone. Those sweet little rolls. Those ah, are... the Rikishi rolls. There you go. Back that roll up. Mm-hmm. Right in my mouth. If there's no butter on it, it's just... I don't Stink face? I... You want no part of these. No, I, I, I only don't want any part of them because I just don't understand. When y'all say oos, I say roll. Oos. Roll. Oh, this is a wonderful time of year. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving. It's a really, the leaves have turned. The food is here. The food is turned. <laughs> the food is turned. Nature Boy's blood is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Is that dick blood? Uh, are you, oh, you did the taste test, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Tastes like dick blood. <laughs> yeah, you do the, do the pinky, the dab, and then... I saved that for Halloween. Gotta get your red wings. But yes, a very special time of year. Uh, as I said, my buddy, Steve Anoni, we've watched wrestling for years. We've argued about wrestling for years. My God, we see things on totally different planes, but it's always fun. He always gives me that perspective. He loves something I hate it. I hate something he loves it. Uh, we go back and forth. It's that fun thing to do. He's always been that great guy, and I've always wanted him to be here on this show. And... Uh, this is the best that I was able to do. In my limited technical skill, I got a recorder, sat down with Steve. We had a big conversation talking about everything that there is under the sun. Um, and, man, he's got some great stories. And I hope that you listeners enjoy Steve on the show. 
as much as I have enjoyed having him as one of my closest friends. So here's me and Steve Anoni. I would do some elaborate intro, but right. you're right in front of me, and <laughs> I'm tapping into Kevin Smith more and more these days, so I don't want to cry. Oh, God. If I, yeah, if I'm Kevin Smith, then you're uh, my Walt Flanagan. Wow, okay, I'm your Flanagan? I introduced you to comics? I guess so. A little All bit. Right. Of, like, you introduced me to some other weird shit, other weird wrestling shit that I wouldn't have. Okay, fair enough. Watch a man in a Muppet jacket. Damn straight, Macho Man in a Muppet jacket. Twenty-five Muppets had to die for that jacket. You just gave me those tapes. You gave yep. me. Was it Noah? Uh, there's two of them that are pro wrestling. Noah. These are all early two thousands, um, which I probably had since the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. And uh, two New Japan Budokan shows, which is their Madison Square Garden big house show like it used to be right um not quite their wrestlemania i guess it's the equivalent of the wrestle kingdom that just happened it's like that's it's taking place at the same place the tokyo dome i think i'm not a pro guy i just bought these because i had some money at the time and i watched them they were funny okay i know what you did i know what you introduced me to yeah that is a long-standing thing on the show and that is that is because of you okay you took me to my first upw show yeah i did back uh when UPW um, had its own gym here in South Orange County, uh, they had it was literally in a strip mall across the street from the college we were going to, mm-hmm. a junior college, and uh, they had the the building was your average strip mall. So when they put the ring in there, some of the guys couldn't stand on the top rope for fear of hitting their head on the lights, <laughs> and uh, we went to a couple of those shows uh it's the first place we saw christopher daniels yes um we saw this weird son of a bitch named sylvester the escapee who later became sylvester turkai in the original ecw managed for a minute by uh elijah burt and then uh that's also the first place we saw aaron aguilera jesus whatever you want to call him jesus uh, Jesus, uh, as the hardcore kid only reason I bring any of that up is because there was this um, hardcore match between hardcore kid Aaron Aguilera and Sylvester the Escapee in this tiny little place. Uh, they had it was like I said a gym. You guys got the network now. You could type in these names. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you see their four matches in the WWE. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, there was a hardcore match. Uh, falls count anywhere, and they had a Coke machine, a vending machine in the place, and <laughs> Aaron Aguilera decides to climb up on top of the damn thing and jump off but when he gets on top of it he realizes oh wait a minute i'm a full-size grown-ass adult and i can't stand up so he has to (laughs) hunker down and he's basically jumping on top of the guy from like the second step of the (laughs) of the (laughs) ring so and it looked cool because we were alive but man it was really quite bootleg right Uh, saw a lot of guys in that upw though yeah, that's I keep mentioning stuff like that. Now I've had an opportunity to mention to a couple of guys like, yeah, I saw you since UPW, mm-hmm. and it's a, 
That's almost embarrassment. Um, well, I don't know if you've it's mentioned. Like, oh man, I got your first album. I bought it from you in the back <laughs> of your van. Like, oh, burn that shit. I uh, I don't know if you've mentioned it on the. Um, there's a recently, lot of but like there's a lot of stories that that's one of the things I always wanted to have you on here, Steve, because we've had so many wrestling adventures. Yeah. That we I never talk or I'm like oh but it's my buddy Steve you remember this shit way more than I do. Yeah, uh, just because like y- the on the flip side of it, here's how you're my Wolf Flanagan. I'd never gone to a wrestling show until well, I'd never gone to a WWE show until I went with you. I only went to one or two wrestling shows at all before I started going with you to that UPW thing, and the only reason was because. Uh, it was across the street from us. We looked in it. It was basically an MMA gym, kind of. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was run by Rick Bassman and... It, it, the it man was, who hates buttons. Whatever. <laughs> that, that guy. Um, and it was Ultimate Gym or some damn thing. But it was... You know, it was there. And we and they said they were having a wrestling show. So me and a couple of other old buddies went and checked it out. And then I told you about it. And that's... That now you're who I'm going to wrestling shows with forever. And that one flyer... Uh, cinched it because it was. Oh yeah. It was. Do you remember the first two, the two special guests that were on that flyer? I don't. I, I'm sure I'm gonna kick myself when you mention it, but Kurt Angle <laughs> and Takamichinoku. Oh yeah. Did they even show up? Yeah. They... Taka wrestled a match and Kurt uh, had was kept saying uh, true that true that. <laughs> Was that what it was before it's true, it's true? Or? Well, he was saying it was true, it's true, but he was fresh off TV. <laughs> so he had the catchphrase. Like, this was maybe January, so he'd been around for like three, four months on TV. Is this pre or post losing to Taz? I, like, it's right around there. Okay. So, but he was already being funny. Like, yeah. he won everybody over there by saying true dad, true dad. <laughs> okay, yeah, Now, now I remember that, yeah. Uh, yeah, Taka came in that didn't say a word and had a match with, um... I don't even remember. Yeah, it, these... I just remember seeing it like, Whoa, that guy from WWF is now in a tiny ring! Very, very tiny ring in a very tiny venue with... I swear to God, there was three rows deep and they were maybe six to eight across on they did pretty two well. sides of the ring. Because the, the ring was tucked into the corner of the place and so they... You could only put seats on two sides of it. Um, that was funny. And there was, like, nowhere for the wrestlers to dress. So they, I think they had to actually come walk in from the back door of the place. So they were in the alley in the back. <laughs> right. And, um, and uh, like, there was the backstage area was a tiny little changing closet with a curtain. So, <laughs> like, that's where any thing might have happened if there was things that show. Well, uh, we used to watch sometimes when a guy, you know, <clears throat> they've been through a hellacious match and they're holding their shoulder and they're limping to the back and the second they hit that curtain and they stand straight up yep, and all that. Yeah, because like, the curtain nope, didn't close all the way. Nope, that guy don't have it. Yep, that guy, that guy's not going to make it. Uh, he didn't, uh... You know, we were watching Lucha Underground and oh, yeah. we were making fun of some of the mouth breathers that are the regulars. Oh, my God. And as I think about it, it's like, hey, we were those mouth breathers that were going, like, we look like Abbott and Costello for Laurel and Hardy going there because by the time when they hit, was it the Galaxy Theater? 
We oh, kept Death sitting. Ray the Galaxy Theater. Yeah, we were yeah. in our fucking regular spots. Goddamn straight. We were right we, there at the table having dinner, like unlike all the other jobbers sitting down front. No, uh, but like we were. As I'm calling fans jobbers because I'm a douche. Um, <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Well, <laughs> what, me being a douche or calling fans jobbers? <laughs> you being um, very expressive oh, and yeah. like not filtering and holding your tongue. <laughs> Uh, but we would we would have that spot like where their entrance ramp would be. We'd be up in the corner of it, yep. so we could always appear on camera when they were filming everything. Damn straight, hard camera. Yeah, got it. We were we were those fucking guys. Like we were so elitist. Like we, camera so we were Cliff and Norm that <laughs> demanded our bar stools. Damn straight. I want you. And now we're like, oh look at those fucking you know losers on Lucha <laughs> Underground. Bags, yeah. Oh god. Like Why the, we judge so hard? Like that the was world us. famous hot tub guy that I I had <laughs> I'd seen on the Lucha Underground thing. It's the first time I've seen him, and that could be the last time if I was you know had my druthers. Wow, I think you could take that guy. I hope to hell I could take that guy. <laughs> I don't know where the hell I'm going to take him. I need a truck, but <laughs> yeah, Jesus, I think I just run like I'm fat. You don't know, but I'm fat. I'm not that fat though, and I think I could actually—I think I could beat this guy in a in in a marathon race. Okay, let's get to that one. Um, we're probably gonna jump all over the place. Yeah. Uh, you used to bounce at a bar that doesn't need to be named. Uh, yeah, up but until it's Tuesday, the, I was <laughs> up in the in the SoCal area. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Back then, yeah. And uh, you had an altercation with a former WWE champion. Uh, yeah, um, and I'm still <laughs> waiting for my fucking title shot. Um, <laughs> this is true. This is all 100% true. Uh, yeah, this and it's not, not a bomb. This is not a gag. Okay, let's let's do this. I will state this. I am by no means any kind of physical specimen, but I was a bouncer, and a young... Oh, doctors would <laughs> disagree, like, <laughs> my God, look at this. Yeah, well, yeah, they're, you know, I'm not that kind of specimen, maybe the other side, but anyway. A very young and, of course brotastically douchey Mike Mizanin came into my bar with this is road rules real world challenge god Mike I wish Miz. Miz's dad were here right yeah, now oh my god um we're, yeah we're talking about Miz yeah we are talking about Miz so what year is this would you get oh my god it's uh 2004 or 5 because that's the only time I was at that particular place so okay. uh it's 2004 or 5 um uh, Miz Mizanin, Mike, whatever the hell he was. Now he had started wrestling at this point because I think we had seen him at a UPW show. Yeah, he'd been. He was there so, regular. Yeah, he was. He was wrestling, but he was there. He was still doing the real world stuff because he was there. Yes, with his mini Miz buddy, the Abe kid, the other broski douchebag from those series. Okay, but uh, they were. Just... I dated a girl one time who was like, "Hey, did that one guy from the real world make it?" And I go like, "Wait, what?" She goes, yeah, I, well, I don't really watch wrestling, but the one guy from the real world, I know he was trying to make it. Uh, what, it was Mike something? And I go, The Miz? Yeah. And I had to just swallow everything and go like, yeah, he, he made it. He like, kind of made it. Good yeah. for him. I'm really happy for him. I'm like, yeah, I like you, so I'm going to keep quiet about <laughs> exactly. this. Um, okay, we've talked about this too long. I choked out The Miz. Cause no, no, no. Don't, come on. Don't, all right, don't, fine. He's being a drunk. And you're thinking, you know, you're doing the, don't you know who I am? Yeah, I know you're a drunk douchebag in did my bar. Did he really bar. do that? Oh, yeah. Of course he did. He was to doing who? that before all of us. To, really? Yeah, I had six bouncers working there. Mm-hmm. And 
he's just being loud the entire time, and he's trying to call over the waitresses that didn't exist because it's a patio bar. And so there was. I thought it was all dudes, and he's just picturing. Well, them. no, it's just that we didn't. It's not like this was, you know, a club up in L.A. We didn't have champagne rooms right, or, or like that. by the beach. Yeah, or something it's, it's and... a it's a beach place. Is you know, it, it we had bouncers because it got kind of rough, but it this was not a highfalutin place. Anyway, he, he's just being that kind of douchebag the whole time, and you know, <laughs> we're done. He's he's throwing. Drinks. I don't think he threw any of the drinks, but he was knocking shit over because he was drunk. Right. And um, you know, as soon as he started saying, "Don't you know who I am?" and his little buddy was kind of starting to chirp up a little bit, he was like, "Okay, we're done with you." And um, him and his friends get up. No, we're not leaving. No, yes, yes, you are. And I yeah, don't know you're, exactly you're not who's one to fuck with in the bar. I hung around and saw <sighs> like you have no patience for Fuck the, the playful banter between a drunk and a bouncer. No, because, okay, here's the thing. Um, it's like trying to tickle Brock Lesnar. No, it's, it's like, not, okay. Huh? Yeah, coochie, I mean, coochie, coo. Like, that's yeah. what I mean. It's not going to. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I have a short fuse with with him because, yeah, everybody else is at the bar. They're having a good time. The bouncers are there to work. We don't want to really actually hoard in on your action and, and cause you to have a bad time. But by the time we have to talk to you, your night's over. Yeah. And if you understand that and you walk out cool, we're not going to embarrass you. Everything's going to be fine. In fact, right. I'll take a st- I'll let you walk a couple of steps ahead of me so that it doesn't look bad. But if you're not leaving, no, actually you are leaving. It's just, <laughs> you know, not under your own power. And, you know, and I'm better about it now, but back then, yeah, you're APA, always pounding ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we pretty much had to we had a physical altercation of some kind every night, at least once, probably more than that. On most very nights. popular bar. Yeah, it was. It was popular enough to where we, you know, six guys had to make sure that everything happened immediately, or it got out of hand. So, do so, you know who I am? I'm Mike Mazzananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananananan
some of the other stuff he was like on Chuck for a while, and he was he's now he's Ray Palmer in the Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow thing. Okay. He looks much more like a superhero in the Scott Pilgrim movie right. than he ever did as friggin' Superman. Okay. And the second one is I should never beat up the world heavyweight champion of the WWE. There was a time I'm there. I'm in full agreement of that. <laughs> uh, there's a time there where the Miz is main eventing. He's main eventing WrestleMania, and I go. At one point, I choked that fucker out. Now, I am not saying that full in shape main event main roster, you know, ready to go. Mike Mizanin, not drunk, couldn't kick the crap out of me. He probably could. He's in much better shape. Now wait but, a second. Now what if it was you and me? I'm in your corner. Okay. Versus the Miz and Alex Riley. At that time. At that time, Alex Riley or a rage puffed up getting the crap kicked out of him by Kevin Owens, Alex Riley? No, I, uh, that time. That time. Um, Do we stand a chance? Are they drunk? Of course. If they're drunk, we stand a chance. If they're drunk, we stand a chance because, well, they're drunk. Now, they're going to so feel less So you get the pain, WWE title and I get that Letterman's jacket. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. You totally get that Letterman's jacket. And the haircut. <laughs> Oh, no. My ears are too bad for that. <laughs> no, God, I sound like a complete ass. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, that's, but that's, you You don't have a uh, filter a lot of the time. No. Uh, it reminds me of one story. Okay. That um, in our earlier days, we always, we had the retail jobs. We had the, you know, like I worked yeah. plenty of retail gigs and you worked in the mall. I did. At and the there was bookstore. a bookstore. Yeah, and there was somebody. I remember meeting someone in your bookstore. Okay. I, I met Rick Bassman there. Yeah. And when I met Bassman, I told you the story. Because okay. I, I saw him and I, I went like, oh, shit, that's Rick Bassman, the, the guy who's owning and running, running UPW, UPW, where everybody's getting pulled from, Cena and Daniels, yep. everybody. And I walked up to him. Yeah, fucker, we're Cena hip, hipsters. We saw Cena before Cena was cool-ish? <laughs> Question mark? Yeah. And All right, I, anyway, keep going. And I said, uh, hey, uh... Um, like I love UPW and I was going and I was thinking about training at your school and he stops <laughs> he looks up in my face looks gives me a look yeah, you down did the meat market thing and looks he looks back up and goes yeah sure come on by <laughs> yeah I'll take your money All yeah right, well, that's what it was it's like ah, I'm not gonna really be able to do oh, gonna, with I'm this kid <laughs> but I'll take his money yeah but you, mm -hmm. a legendary member of the Guerrero family. Yeah, Chavo, Chavo Guerrero came in and bought a book from me. And yep. this is after WCW, but before he came to WWE at, no. was F at the time. Well, I'm, the story I'm thinking of, he was in, I thought he was No, in he WWE. wasn't yet. And this is in the, it's an important oh, part of the story. Wait. Yeah, okay. Because he's coming in and I went. SummerSlam it happened. Yeah, he came comes in and I went, Chavo? And he goes, oh, yeah. And I say, hey, I'm a, I'm a fan. You should have said, ooh, Chavo. It was before then. Damn it. It was, I, you know. but um, Again, you could have you could have that. Yeah, I could have. Um, but he came in, and he has it, like, and I was trying to, like, I was running my register. What book and, did he buy? Good God, I don't know. Uh, I really don't. Brady Games? Yeah, absolutely. Brady Games strategy <laughs> guide. No mercy. <laughs> you just can't ever beat Eddie. I don't, how do I create myself? <laughs> Um, but he comes in and he hadn't been brought into WCW or to WWE after WCW had been bought. Right. And Ray wasn't there yet either. Ray was not there yet either. And there was some, there was questions as about 
okay, I know they bought the company. Did they buy the contracts? Right. Who's signed? Some guys have guaranteed contracts. Who has it? And who? So nobody really... Well, if anybody did some research, you probably could find out. But we didn't do that, and so we didn't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck research. That's what Metzer's for. Meltzer, whatever the hell his name is. Anyway. Um, Seltzer. Yeah, that's the guy. Um, but I just, you know, and I like a complete and total Mark douche super fan. Um, I just like, oh, I, I, so are you wrestling? Are you, did they call you up? And he's like, I don't know. Like, he didn't want to talk about the fact that he wasn't on a TV show right now. Wrestling. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that surprises me because you're much better than like Jericho and Jericho was just on SummerSlam and he fell off the ring and he's like, what? Really? I'm like, well, yeah, he's, he's up there and like, you're better than him. He's falling, he's falling off rings. You, you know, perfectly acceptable. And <laughs> you shit talking is good buddy. Yeah. He's, yeah. Didn't know. Should have known better. Young, dumb, and well, yeah. But, <laughs> and, uh, so that was awkward for him. Yeah, you were fine. I was fine. Yeah, no, no filter. I apparently had that removed or something. Yeah, that's never been your forte. Like, I, I lack the like. I, I have this weird thing where like, if you watch in a TV show and there's an obviously embarrassing, awkward situation for one guy, mm-hmm. I don't want to watch it. I get embarrassed myself and I turn the channel. But in real life, far worse situations, I don't realize I'm supposed to be embarrassed. So it just or silent. Yeah, definitely. We saw we were at a bar one time. All like I did a show, and you and other groups of friends of mine had come and seen it. Okay, and then someone was playing in a cover band and playing a song that. Oh, they played Johnny Cash, and you're like, "Why the fuck is this happening (laughs) right now?" Yeah, loud enough to go over their PA. Not that they stopped, but yeah, but you were very perturbed and just like, "No, hey, quit fucking up Johnny Cash! God damn it! If we're all embarrassed, stop." Well. But I guess that's a good wrestling fan because you're always vocal. Yeah. But I got you in trouble one time. You reminded me of a couple of these stories uh, yeah. before this. Uh, so UPW went from like these smaller theaters that yeah. I can't remember the names of. Well, there was the okay, there Santa was Santa Ana. There was the the little strip mall that we went to in Mission Viejo. You've which, been to that one. I never went to that one. Um, okay, yeah. Um, and then we went from that one to they started doing things at the Galaxy Theater, which is a music venue here in Orange County. That's fairly famous a lot of places like yeah for around here yeah yeah it, it's the kind of place where like the band is either up on the rise or on the other side of it right and they're gonna play there um and they would they were doing the shows there and then from there they went to the grove in anaheim which that's is it a, the grove like convention center right next to angel stadium yeah and that was kind of where they were ris- running their or at least they told us those were their big shows that's where they had the big guests and everything they did they had much bigger names at those shows yes and they had and they had okay so (laughs) so one night they've got shamrock on the card ken ken shamrock correct not frank everybody shamrock because that would have been funny he had to go home and clean his braces that's right he couldn't Um, be there yeah but they have ken shamrock on the card and, and Sylvester Turkai, he was back. Yeah, he was. Yeah, so because they were setting up a whole like shoot fight. That's right. Because uh, yeah, Sylvester the escapee Turkai. Um, but uh, Shamrock's there and he's wrestling, and we're sitting in our normal place next to the ramp so we can either glad hand or throw things at the. We can buy the VHS copy of this show later. And yeah, go, like, and see that's ourselves. Us. Hey, there's Scott yelling at the Indian because he didn't like Indian wrestlers. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
That's true. Um, yeah. But, I believe uh, I would call him Tatankass. Yeah, it was Tatankass, yeah, um, and his squaw. But while Ken, is wrestling, yeah, while Ken is wrestling, we hear from the crowd a very loud and recognizable voice talking shit. At, I don't even remember what the hell he was saying, but... It was supposed to be Shamrock and Sylvester Takai like talking shit at each other. From outside the ring and inside the ring. No, no, no. That, this is before Turkai can even come out. Oh, okay. Somebody who bought a ticket was yelling at Ken Shamrock. And that somebody was Tank Sinatra himself. It's Tank <laughs> friggin' Abbott. And he's drunk and yelling at Shamrock, interrupting, because he's loud enough to go over everything. So he's actually interrupting the show. And anyone who turns and sees recognizes it as him and, and turns their around. Mouth. Yeah, and so nobody's saying anything to him. So. <laughs> Somehow, some way, they convince Mr. Abbott to go up to the bar area. Yeah, and uh, obviously, probably plying him with more booze, maybe hoping that he'll pass out, which is a bad idea because that guy was a bouncer first. <laughs> um, and Scott and I look at each other and go, "There is no way in hell that anything happening in the ring is going to be more interesting than what's happening in the bar right now." Yeah. So we start going up to the bar area. And apparently everybody else had the same idea. Because it was pretty crowded in there. But there weren't that many people there. No, but it was crowded enough to where you could kind of get lost in the crowd. And that's the only reason I'm alive. Because this son of a bitch, this <laughs> trolling, tall, lanky motherfucker. We get up there and t we go through the curtain that separates the hall where the wrestling show is going on to the bar. We're looking <laughs> for Tank Abbott. Not to approach him or to antagonize Mr. Abbott in any way whatsoever he happens to be stopped two and a half feet away from my junk <laughs> as we walk through the curtain and i notice that it's him and right as i notice that it's him i feel scott push me from behind with both hands <laughs> and i <laughs> you know and i give the grundle bump to to get tank out of and I immediately turn back around, walk back into the hall, before he ever turns around and, you know, decides to <laughs> pursue the romantic encounter. But this son of a bitch damn near got me killed by Tank Abbott. That's the longest story. Long, whatever. Uh, yeah. Holy crap. And then we got a picture of the whirly bird. Do you remember that? That's right. Yeah. We later went back up when we were sure he had enough drinks to not remember that I, you know... <laughs> assaulted him through his pants and um he was still drunk and they were still trying to ask him to leave and um and i he, mentioned that i had seen him on jimmy kimmel live because oh, is, that, is that jimmy kimmel live was around at that point yeah cause, okay um it had to have been because that's where i won him over because uh he was on jimmy kimmel live and um that's andy funny. dick was on that episode <laughs> yeah. and he got super pissed off at andy dick and picked him up and if that chair wasn't there like he tried to slam his oh head and neck yeah, directly that. into the ground because you showed that to me as soon as we got home after that match yeah yeah and, or that show and so i was just all pro tank abbott yeah. in that moment like hey man that was awesome that amy dick you know he's mouthing off at you and then you just slammed into him he's like yeah man trying to be a prick and show me up and then he kept saying like you want to see the whirly bird and I'm looking at Steve, and this is the Ghostbusters rule, and it's like, 
we already learned from Samoa Joe from some time before. Right, right, right. And it's like, uh, uh well, yeah, yeah, yeah we want to see the, the world. The answer to that is always yes. And uh, he goes, all right, get your camera ready. And then okay. he proceeds to do the pose of a whirly bird, <laughs> which is standing on one foot, putting both arms out, and, and, and doing like, doing small arm circles. <laughs> he did the whirly bird. So, I have a photo somewhere of the Hank Abbott's whirly bird. And the only thing that would have been better is if he'd have been wearing the nipple shirt while he was doing it. Exactly. That's yeah. You want to eat the best? God, um, there's there's so many UPW stories, but oh. I know we also went. We went. We used to go to autograph sessions. We used yeah. to go to. We went and saw the Hardys at a book signing. Oh, yeah. We was read like Huntington Beach or something like that? Uh, yeah, it was Huntington Beach. We went and saw the Hardys. And Did you ever read that book? Oh, yeah. It's weird. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I never read it. I mean, you got to understand about that. Okay, so it's it's probably heavily ghost edited. Sure. But By Shannon Moore. Sure. Um, All of Omega sure. took a crack at it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think Willow had, like, any credits. But anyway... Um, <laughs> So we're reading that, or I'm reading that, and it's you know it's mostly Matt throughout the book, and then every once in a while, the Jeff fairies in the room, and the fairies back out. I mean that in the weird acid trip kind of way, not in the sexual orientation. I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> anyway, um, it's legal now. It's absolutely legal. Um, so anyway, besides that, we go to the book signing, and we're sitting there waiting, and. In, in line in front of us are the Ballard twins. Oh, that's right. The Ballard twins were a identical ginger... Uh, Canadian looking. Canadian looking. I think they were Canadian. Okay. Because their gimmick was they were uh, Hanson brothers. Which they was Yeah, from the movie Slapshot. Kind of like, like, like a Dudley's thing, except these guys actually wore hockey jerseys. Yeah. They had the long hair and they wore the glasses. Um, they are great. They were. They were a good tag team. They, they looked like Heath Slater will look in about 10 years. Yeah, Both if you of, chopped them off at the knees. Yeah, yeah, because they were short. But um, but they were identical twins, and they were really popular in UPW at the time. Mm-hmm. Kind of a, I want to say, a, not quite a multi-mania thing, because they were actually good wrestlers. Uh, you know the multis. The, no. Okay, the, this is back in uh, early NWA stuff. They just, they, they basically... I thought it was some reason. NXT thing that no, like, no, I don't know. No, the Mulkies, this is some old uh, NWA stuff. Um, and, you, you know, the, the jerkiverse out there will probably correct me on it. But uh, <laughs> they they had a tag team tournament with all the biggest names and they had a spot to fill. And they basically put in uh, what would be the, the equivalent of the Conquistadors. Okay. And had them win a couple matches. Okay. And so people were... Getting all jazzed up about the Mulkies and they, you know, uh, getting really behind them, and of course they get squashed by a team that matters. But uh, that's that's what happened there. And the Ballers were kind of doing that too, uh, which may not be fair because I only ever saw them in the one promotion that we went to. They may have been really huge in any other promotion, but True. they seemed kind of like enhancementy talented yeah. kind of guys. But they could put on a good ladder match in very tight spaces, which is great. But but it was cool because. No one else but us were aware that there was pro wrestlers in the line to go get booked, signed by the pro wrestlers. Right. And so we're talking to them, and it, we almost got the hell out of line just to talk to the Ballards. Um, we were talking to them for a good little while. Um, you know, hey, we like your stuff, and it was, you know, kind of cool. We saw the last show where you almost died because the ladder was an inch away from the railing. And, That's right. Know, 
and you somehow landed in between them. I think that was Hardcore Kid in that match. Uh, Hardcore Kid and the other guy he tagged with who I don't remember, but I do remember their manager, who was El Jefe, who was this <laughs> giant cholo guy with the huge, you know, down past his chin mustache. Mm-hmm. Um, they were awful. But, um, you know, the Hardcore Kid was good enough in a hardcore match, and, and he's a pretty big dude. He maybe could have He was a big dude. He was really big, yeah. But um, he was a, he's, like, that's a thing that happens. They get these guys that are big, but they're not extravagantly big. Yeah. So they decide that, okay, well, I can't be a big guy. Like, I would put or- Randy Orton in this. If you ever stand next to Randy Orton... He is the biggest dude you've ever stood next to, unless you happen to have stood next to somebody. You stand next to Randy Orton. And, uh, one of the um, SmackDowns, he was walking right next to us when we were up close because you get good tickets. And that, you know, no, I wouldn't. I didn't stand next to him and get a picture with him. You but stood I stood next him. to Goldust. I did stand next to. No, we didn't stand next to him. He was far away at the at, at the place, and he said he wasn't going to take a picture without my mama. Yeah, and then we did. I got a picture with Goldust. I he. Not it, it wasn't there for me because really? he was because we were far. God, we're rambling all over the place. That's all right. Um, it's all right. You must not have listened to the show in a while. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, we're uh, okay. So we go to WrestleMania. I got it. We're ballot. I know where we are. I yeah. got it. All right. So we'll head. go back to that. Uh, Scott and I went to WrestleMania 19, 19. 2003. I'm actually sitting in the souvenir chair that we got there. That's great. Um. And um, before the thing, we're you know Scott's talking. Okay. Scott's talking to me about you've got to see Hogan live. You got to see Hogan live. I I appreciate Hogan for what he did. I was fascinated for the longest time when we used to talk wrestling that you're yeah. like I'm not a Hogan guy. I'm like bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. you're trying to be cool now no. and saying you weren't was, a Hogan guy. I was never a Hogan guy. I never like I didn't hate him. And sure, he's the good guy. So as a kid, you kind of cheer for him. But he was not the one that I wanted to see. I wanted to see Piper. Because there was some crazy dude in a dress, and he had these drums going on, and he, you know, said words, and I didn't understand what they were, but, God, he was far more exciting than Hogan. This is why you were born without a filter, because you possible. saw Piper, and just went, well, he doesn't think about anything he says. Well, absolutely not, yeah. He just reacts. Mm-hmm. I want that. Maybe. It's, it, it could very well be. That makes but a lot just, more sense now. You know, Piper was a bad guy, so of course he couldn't ultimately win. It's like rooting for Cobra when you're watching G.I. Joe. Well, I kind of did that too. Um, because fuck Kate Quick, or Quick Pick. Um, <laughs> fuck Kate Quick. Kate Quick? Yeah, got the most spots. spots. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, Piper was more interesting. Jake the Snake was more interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of done. The wrestling were pretty cartoony. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> there you speak ill of the Honky Tonk fan. Oh, the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. I appreciate him much more as an adult than I ever did as a kid. But um, yeah, so you mean the adult Honky Tonk Man rather than the child Honky Tonk Man? Oh God, I would love to see a child Honky Tonk Man like the Young Honky Adventures. <laughs> oh my, that'd be God. fantastic. That would be Just fantastic. him and his cousin Queen walking around the friggin' <laughs> South, beating everybody with their family heirlooms. But um, I told you about meeting a Honky Tonk Man, right? No. All right, I'll tell you that off air. I've talked about it on air, so okay. I'll, I'll share that with you. Um, so anyway, we go to WrestleMania 19 because oh no, you know what? Before that, we you were telling me we've got to you've got to see Hogan live. Yes, you must see him live. It's an experience. I'd never done it. I'd never yeah, because you're so pro Piper. And I'm like, yeah. all right, well, part of the allure of Hogan is 
to be there. Like there right. is this. I, I think a lot of people could say that's very f- fair in comparison to The Rock. Sure. That when you're there, you may go, oh, fuck Rock. Like, I'm done yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah. But you're there and that music hits and everybody yeah, goes everybody and you just, and yeah, yeah. You, you pop this. So, so you convinced me to go to a SmackDown mm-hmm. in Baker's Fuck, California. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now, and this is, okay. At, at I the, have a lot of regrets in life. Yeah. And that's not truly one of them because there was a greater payoff to the whole thing. Uh, which we'll get oh, to. Oh, that, what, that we'll, lovely Chinese buffet? <laughs> oh, right. Well, there was that too. But no, let's get a SmackDown. Okay. So we get to the We're still in line for the Hardys. Don't yeah. worry. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we are still talking to the multi-ballers. But, um. Yeah, we go to the SmackDown in Bakersfield, which is a drive for us. Um, but that was that was us in the yeah, sure. We were, it's it's we, not that bad. We but drove. You didn't have a kid then, right? I, I, I didn't, didn't have a have... girlfriend at the time. We were, but anyway, and I still live the same life as I do now. <laughs> Strong, you're hardcore. But um, uh. got some watercress stuck in your teeth. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we go. We're going to Bakersfield, which I. Anyway, this I, is 2003. Like ish, you said. yeah. Um, uh, right before the Mr. America run, mm, I want to say maybe I know for sure because well, 18 with... was the match with Rock, and it was after the match with Rock that he turned face. Yeah. So this was during that face run. Yeah. So it might have been late run. 2002. And then also we're dealing with. Um, in, in fact, it's definitely late 2002. It is because we're dealing with the yeah. uh, Undertaker. And Brock Lesnar, yeah, I believe, yeah, like before first time around WrestleMania streak and all that. Anniversary Brock, yeah. Um, um, so we're okay. So we're going to Bakersfield. Anyway, we sit through which when we sit through a SmackDown taping, which are loads of fun now, I imagine. But back then, they were also taping what Velocity and yeah, they were way better back then. If they, well, okay, all right, but it was the still, roster was way better. That's fine, but it was still five hours. In Bakersfield, so true. Um, and Hogan doesn't show up. That is the night that I admitted that Hulk Hogan is the smartest man in wrestling <laughs> because he didn't show up to Bakersfield, <laughs> and we did, and we fucking did, and we paid to see him. We paid to see him and him alone. I because I because we could have gone. There was another show coming up closer, or it was one we didn't go to because we were going to go to the Bakersfield one that mm-hmm. was. In L.A. or Orange County, uh, Anaheim or something like that. But no, we were going to Bakersfield because that was the one he was supposed to be at. Yeah. And he didn't show up. But we got a we got a special present instead. Oh, wait, what was Delivered it? to The Undertaker. Oh my God, that's right. In was... a giant crate that was sitting there the entire Who's show. Who's better than friggin'... Uh, yeah, it was yeah. Undertaker was getting these presents in lieu of... I guess it was Brock. I may be wrong. Yeah, I think it was. No, it was. Uh, was it Angle? It was Angle. Angle was sending him presents. This was like he got him the little. Uh, oh, I don't the, know. The little scooter to be like this. But this is under Biker, by the way. This is not Undertaker. Yeah, because Brother Love was in the one in Philadelphia. Yeah, there he, were other things. He, yeah, he brought Brother Love back because Brother Love was his original manager. So he was trying to hook him back up. Yeah. yeah, and then we get the weirdest gift of all. So Al pops to this. Uh, present in the ring canyon dressed as uh boy george boy george doing do you really want to hurt me in his fantastic jersey accent <laughs> pop of the night it was fantastic nobody else From liked us. it. yeah yeah nobody else liked it 
it made the trip worth it. It was fucking hilarious. And then Undertaker proceeded Beat to just... Beat the living crap out of him. With a steel chair. Yeah. Over and Not over again. Not lightly at all. Just cracking him. Yeah. Over and over. Yeah. Oh, it was great. So yeah, swing and a miss there. <laughs> yeah. So let's head back so that, to okay. the line and with the Ballards. Okay, with the Ballards. So yeah, um... So yeah, we were just, I mean, that's pretty much the story there is we were sitting there talking to them. We eventually got up and talked to, you know, Dopey and Sleepy, and, and they signed the fucking books. Which one's which? Which one's Dopey? You tell me which one's Dopey, They're Crunchy Drugs. They're both incredibly kind. <laughs> They're both incredibly kind yeah. people. And they both have big ears, they just have hair to hide it. Yeah, that's what it is. No. It, big ears crack. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> But, um, they were cool. They were, they were cool. But how, you're not going to get me to, like, pine over the Hardys. I mean, <laughs> we went there because they were in the area. We hadn't had a chance to really see a whole lot of wrestlers yet, and we had the books. So, eh. They were cool. All right. I know. I, what do you want? I'm <laughs> trying to think of somebody that if we met, when we had met them, we're like, well, they weren't cool at all. They were kind of a dick. Um. Because by the time we headed to WrestleMania no, we 19. had, we, yeah, uh. We had some experiences, like, um, we saw, went and saw Rob Van Dam in a comic shop in some fucking place. Santa Barbara? Sure. Yeah, there was Santa Barbara. Yeah. That was really kind of cool because it was like a, it was a cool turnout for us because we got there late, so we were at the end of the line. Yeah. And, um. Which can be death in an autograph session. Yeah, it can be death, but, um, he was on the really good strain that morning, so. Um, when we got there, he had some energy left, and so we actually got, like, a little bit more time to talk with him because there was no one really waiting. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, being the wrestling journalist that, you know, Scott has become and I tried to be, um, we asked him the most poignant question. Oh, uh, God, I was hoping you weren't going to remember that. What, would you, what advice would you give to two guys trying to, like, break in the business? And as stupid as that question is, Rob Van Dam goes, outdo everyone. Which at first he's like, oh, that's a bullshit answer. Then you go, wait, no, that's exactly what he does. And Mm -hmm. it's exactly why he's popular. He makes sure that nobody is remembered more than him. Okay, good advice. Now how do you do it? I never found out. I just became fat, got married, and had a kid. (laughs) But, you know, hey. And I just got kind of fat. <laughs> and did nothing else. Yeah. Um, what was the... Uh, oh, God, that's so embarrassing that... I, I I think of that every so often. I had a chance to... I I met him on a more professional level it's recently. He was on the show, wasn't he? No, um, but I, I, at Comic-Con, like, okay, we, yeah, we hung yeah. out, and he was the one telling me that I asked you about that comic book, the comic book written by Raven, because he was yeah, telling yeah. me about it. Yeah, that's going, that book was really good. He's like, dude, you ever read this comic? And he told me all about it, and I go, I'm sold. It's a one-shot. It, it was, uh, it, Raven wrote one ep- uh, issue of Spider-Man, and it was told not from the point of view of Spider-Man. It was told from the point of view of the heel wrestler... That Bonesaw was, McGraw. No, what? Bonesaw McGraw is the guy in the movie, and that was fantastic. Mm. Yeah. But, um, sorry, ordinate interaction. But, uh, um, <laughs> damn it, steal my show. <laughs> but, uh, no, the Crusher, I think the guy's name is. But it was, the gimmick was, um, it was the old, you know, hey, well, let's pick a local out of the, out of the ring and, yeah. or out of the crowd, and if you can last three minutes, 
you win five thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. Obviously, never happened because it's you know the guy that's in the match is a real wrestler and can make anybody cry in thirty seconds. Yeah, a regular and, Stu Hart. Right, exactly, or a, yeah, Gotch or something like that. So like like the old Carney the stuff. The Apple that, Crushers of the world. <laughs> Oh God, Danny Hodge. Danny Hodge. Yeah, Danny Hodge. It's not men. It's just Danny Hodge. Danny Hodge. Yeah. Okay. By God, that man can crush an apple in his hands. And he's ninety-two. But you say it's easy. Yeah, I mean it's not easy, but a man can do it. I guess ninety-two. That's pretty freaking impressive. Can you do it? No. (laughs) But I'm fat and weak. Just because you hate fruit. Yeah. Damn fruit. (laughs) Screw you, fruit. You crush a cake with your mouth. Damn straight. Cake. Cake delicious. Um. (laughs) But uh. Where the hell was I? <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> where we're going with this one, was uh, uh, Santa Barbara RVD. Right, Santa Barbara RVD. Um, well, that one, would, that would, we'd ask a stupid question, and you got to a more professional setting with him. We were talking about the, the comic, comic book. book. Yeah, yeah. so it was told about the the, um, the point of view of Crusher, and he was talking about how he's like, you know, he's really a nice guy, he's a family guy, he's doing this for his kids, but he gets to be a bad guy in the ring. Yeah. He gets to kind of do that thing that you know it's a release that nobody else gets right and you know you know i'm i'm the worst guy in the world for that three minutes and the guy that beats me well he's gonna be a hero and that little panel where you where the inner monologue of that where he says the guy that beats me he's gonna be the hero Mm -hmm. the part that says he's gonna be the hero you see the iconic figure of Young Peter Parker jumping in his sweatshirt or sweatpants and sweatshirt and the blue thing wrapped around his head, which yeah. is the image that you know that's it's the that's beginning. It. That's of... the beginning of Spider-Man. Really, really cool. Really interesting. I don't think anybody like. It's cool that a wrestler wrote that because I don't think that a comic book writer that's just a fan of wrestling, yeah, could enunciate it that well. And, exactly. You know, and Raven's obviously a pretty smart guy, and he's good at conveying his meaning whenever he needs to. So and nor could I enunciate that well when talking to Rob Van Dam That's right. in a comic book setting and not wanting to bring up a comic kind of like, I met you a long time ago yep. and I was stupid. Yeah. I added to the groan factor of the day like, oh god, another yes. stupid question like that. Yeah. But, you know, it was a cool, and you know what, to Rob Van Dam's credit, like I said, he was in good spirits Having a good time meeting his fans, people who wanted to be there to see him. Because I don't think it was a WWE event. It was just him in between gigs. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to be here signing stuff. You want to bring it and I'll sign it? Yeah. And a lot of people showed up anyway. So he did it with, you know. I, I would imagine that it felt pretty good for him to be able to get a bunch of people to show up with just his name alone. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, and he was real cool. He was real gracious. Um, so... We also, as you were mentioning, we went to WrestleMania 19. We went to WrestleMania 19. Um... That Bakersfield was, failed. Well, Bakersfield failed, but also you went to WrestleMania 16. Yeah. We watched 17 at your place, and you were like... I had a ticket. I sold it. Yeah, you were kind of bitching the whole time that you didn't get to be there, which I understand. It was probably still the best WrestleMania card ever. Um, and it's debatable, but whatever. Shut up. It's my opinion. Um, and then you went to 18 in Toronto. Yeah. And that's you got to see Hogan versus Rock, and it blew your mind. So when you came back, you said, I don't give a shit. I'll front you the money. You pay me back, which you probably still owe you some money for. Um, <laughs> but we're going to 19. It's in Seattle. You used to live there. You got, we can go. It's local-ish yeah. to us. 
Yeah, so, yeah. It's so going to be deal. stacked. Yeah. And it was. It Fred was... Durst will be there. Damn straight. No, Durst wasn't there. Yes, was he? he was. Holy crap. Thanks for not, you know, I had that blocked. No, no, no. He's in the ring with Undertaker. Oh, God. Wait, no, he's not? That's under- yes, he is. Yeah, 19. Uh, he's yeah, It's American he... Badass. It's Limp Bizkit. Because he's also oh, singing the right. song for that WrestleMania. That's right. Which was okay. a badass song. What, Roland? No, it wasn't No, Roland. it's not Roland. It's, yeah. um... Um, Break stuff? Yeah, something like Break that. Break something or whatever. Anyway. And uh, so that's the match where it was supposed to be a tag match with Taker and Nathan Jones. Yeah, that's right. And that Break is... this. <laughs> we also saw at uh, uh, UPW. Yeah, UPW we saw. Okay, so people we saw on UPW. It's it's endless. It is. Um, we saw, like, the, the first night I was there, I saw Christopher Daniels. Uh, that's probably the only name that actually made it out of that. Is I saw Christopher Daniels. Oh, and Sylvester Turcotte. He was mm-hmm. there the first night. Aaron Aguilera. So those three guys. Uh, that. Then we started going to the Galaxy, and we saw, uh, again, Daniels was still there. Frankie Kazarian was there. They weren't mm-hmm. tag teaming or doing anything together yet, but he was uh, Frankie. Uh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, who I did not get. I fully admit it at the beginning. I did not understand how they let this fan get into the ring. Because he did not look like Samoa Joe now. I'm not saying he was in better shape then, or he's better shape now, but he used to come to the ring in friggin' brown, cut off at the bottom sweatpants, yeah, a brown shirt, and I think there were kick boots underneath there, but you couldn't tell because the pants were so huge. Do you he remember did... what my brother did to him at a at a show? God, I wish Raw? I did. Which one? Uh, at a Raw in Anaheim. Because the UPW had a little booth set up yep. outside in the lobby, and my brother walks up to Smojo, who at that point we knew was like a, a just badass, a, yeah, total badass yeah, yeah. guy. And my brother was very drunk, as he is at almost every, all sh- wrestling, every wrestling show we went with, went to with him, um, including they, the one where he poured his beer down my back. <laughs> he didn't get knocked out the night because he's your brother, and he was driving. <laughs> Or was, no, I was driving. You were driving. He drove. He drove there. He drove. I there. think he paid for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Then, so yeah. Um, he bought my pizza. <laughs> um, and uh, he goes, goes, hey, small Joe, hey, small Joe, and Joe lights up like, oh, all right, this guy knows, like, right. yeah, and then walks up like, shake his hand. Joe extends his hand and. Fuck you, Joe! And puts his middle finger in his face. And Joe could have killed my brother. Oh, God, yeah. And the chance could have happened of Joe's was gonna kill Scott's brother. Or or Scott, or me, or fucking Art, or... And Joe just laughed. <laughs> he did. Because it was very unexpected. <laughs> and it's like, well, the guy knew I was. Yeah. And yeah. that's fun and fine. I'll let him live today. Yeah, he does that again. I'm gonna stomp his ass. We saw Samoa Joe kick a kid's tooth out at one of the UPW shows. That's right. He, uh, he, they had a guy, Samoa's fighting was, somebody. It was Frankie Kazarian, yep. Samoa Joe, and, and Spanky? Uh, or Daniels? Stinky? Stinky. Was it Stinky? No, it wasn't Spanky wasn't there yet. Spanky, because Spanky's Kendrick. And yeah, yeah, he'd been there. But he wasn't, okay, maybe it was. I don't, I thought it was, it was three Stinky. guys of name. Like, it was actually. It wasn't scrap ass, was it? I don't think so. Okay. No. Anyway, regardless, it doesn't matter. Joe whips the guy into the railing where the fans are, uh-huh. and he's supposed to, you know, yakuza big boot him in the face on the rail, and the guy moves, but the kid behind him didn't. 
Mm-hmm. And Joe kicks the kid right in the mouth. He kicks two thousand. Kicked and the railing into the kid's face. That's right, he kicked the railing into the kid's face. He meant to miss the railing. Yeah. And he kicked the railing directly into the kid's oh mouth. Oh, God. And so the kid's toots out, and, and the kid's crying, and the dad's like, what the, what's going on? And they're trying to get him out of there. And so you just see, uh, not Bassman, but like the guy that's running that particular show, just come out with a stack of merch mm-hmm. and hand it to the kid. He's like, don't sue us. Yeah. Just, you know, here, here's tickets to the next one so you can lose the rest of your teeth. But the kid had loved it. Oh, yeah, the, the kid was upset. Yeah, well, he was crying because his tooth hurt, but, you know, or, well, the hole where his tooth used to be hurt. Um, God, we ramble. Yeah. This is like a Piper freaking thing. Just <laughs> have a story, skip the beginning, and plunge headlong into the middle. <laughs> yeah. But we, so we saw, I mentioned it before on the show, there's countless people there at UPW. But then we go to WrestleMania 19. Before that, we, we, we had seen this guy... Completely forgettable guy, but we watched every one of the damn things because we were at UPW and they called him the prototype. Yes. And uh, completely forgettable, giant, roided up hoss monkey. Fast forward to WrestleMania 19. We're we're going to WrestleMania 19 because he tells me the entire experience, the week of, is, you know, a wrestling fan's wettest, wildest dreams. So... Cool. With the exception of getting laid. Well, you know, that had happened for me at that point. Uh, anyway. Um, several WrestleManias <laughs> later. <laughs> um, we go, and we, it was. It was legitimately fun. There's a bunch of great... If you haven't gone to WrestleMania, go and do the whole week. But it's we, awesome. We did the hotel thing. Like We found out where they yeah, were. Yeah, we found out where they were. I mean, it's a weird thing. It's like Seattle... Uh, I don't think Seattle will ever get WrestleMania again, because... In most of the places, from what I understand, uh, the whole city gears itself towards... Yeah, they embrace They it. embrace WrestleMania. They We're WrestleMania this week. It's almost like the Olympics have come to town. Mm-hmm. Seattle could give a fuck. There's, you know, they, all they want to do is get to the next Starbucks, which is literally across the one the street from the one they got out of. It was really weird. So, But because of that, it kind of worked out in our favor. We didn't have lines anywhere until we actually got into the venue. So we could find out the hotels where they were staying. Yeah, and this is there's free Twitter days yeah, and all that. Yeah, all that. Um, and we go to whatever hotel it was they were staying at, and right out in front, not even no VIP entrance, nothing. Fake Josh Matthews. <laughs> Do you remember that? What fake? Jo- oh yeah, the guy that. Oh yeah, the there was a bunch of these, kid. Yeah, that was pretending to be Josh Matthews and signing autographs. Look, nothing like it. No. And, all, and all these poor fans just kept going, "Oh, Josh Matthews, can I get an autograph?" And then some other sweet, wanting to believe fan then heard that, and was like, "Oh, that's Josh Matthews. I believe it yeah. because someone else is treating him sure. like that." It's like this ain't Josh Matthews. No, that's Josh. Matthews. I'm Nathan Jones. Like, what are, we do- <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah, you look more like Nathan Jones than he looked like Josh Matthews. <laughs> and this yeah. guy next to me is not so fit friendly. Like, come on, really? <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> Fuck you with bringing up not so fit friendly. Like, uh, this is this is crazy. But okay, so that that guy was there, and yeah. he was an asshole. Yeah, it was that guy. But then we also saw. Um, okay, so here's our spanky sighting. Yes. Spanky walks out. The Brian Kendrick. The Brian Kendrick. TBK interim world heavyweight champion. It's in the books. Adam Lee original. Um, he walks out and he's wearing this bright yellow shirt that says, you remember what it said? Yeah. World's greatest grandma. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, of course, extra medium. And he's, it's just like stretched upon his tiny little frame. But that was cool. Next to him. 
like not even half a block away, out in front, there's a small group of people talking to, oh, holy shit, it's the prototype. But now we know him as John Cena. Right. And he was really, really cool. He was talking to everybody. This He's is, in the jerseys. Like, yeah, he, this, yeah, it was, it was, um, he was... I no, it was his own photo, like, at all the embarrassing, like, I was looking really stupid then. Yeah. You did nothing to help that. Well, of course not. I didn't look any better. But uh, it was one of the, I think the photo we got with Piper had green hair. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so he's sitting there talking to everybody. This is just before he blows up. Right. It's, this is uh, post-bling-bling pre-world championship. So it's in yeah. between there. Um. But we get to actually go up and talk to him, and you know, hey, we're you know we saw UPW, we saw all your matches with Prototype, and he goes, well, I gotta stop you. I want to personally apologize for all of those shitty matches. So we got a personal apology from John Cena for his shitty matches with the Prototype. <laughs> He's been cool in our books ever since. Pretty Fans much. for life. Actually, that happened, and then the next night, um, on the show on WrestleMania, is the. Uh, I don't know if it's infamous. I don't know how many people have seen it because there's no way in hell it came out on on heat like it was supposed to be taped. He was supposed to have a rap battle with uh, Kanye. Con- and- no, not right before Kanye. Fabulous and uh, the other one. Yeah, one there. of the other guys. But um, yeah, some uh, Jay Z. No, Jay Z. Jay Z and Fabulous. Straight out of Compton. Yeah, that's right. Straight out of Hollis Queens or whatever the fuck. Um, and uh, neither one of the rappers showed up. Uh, and the rumor was they did, they had a rehearsal. And, and he went, destroyed them? Oh, yeah, I don't know about that. And then that. they're like, no, fuck it. I am reporting what I can verify, sir. I'm well, that's the fun rumor. a journalist. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so am I. <laughs> but, uh, so, that doesn't deter Prototype. He, uh, he goes <laughs> and he grabs a Dr. Evil cutout and a Mini-Me cutout, and he puts Jay-Z and Fabulous's heads on him and puts mm-hmm. them out on the stage, and then proceeds to cut the most profanity-laden biting, hilarious, epic, three-minute battle rap with no counter ever. Yeah. And this was supposed to be taped for heat. And there's no way they played any of it, right? I don't think I they did. No, they did. They, they played some they of it? They played it on heat. I don't think it ever made the DVD, which was the weird part. That's like, it really never made tough, a special like, feature. I don't, I don't know how much It was on his Word Life DVD. That's hilarious. Because there's like... Which I have. There's... Like, no two sentences together where he doesn't even at least drop an F-bomb, if not worse. Oh, he doesn't drop F-bombs. He uh, just got colorful language. That's true, yeah. The, 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 what was the best line? Uh, if they lived at the sperm bank, they couldn't get their comeback. Right. God, that was filthy. So, so yeah, there was fan him. Fan for life. Uh, and then another fan for life, Rico. Oh, Rico Constantino, the greatest man that ever wore makeup on his eyes. Uh... And the greatest sideburns in all of wrestling. Yeah. Well, I mean, Big Bully Buster. No, I like Rico's better. Because well, he worked it into the, the point. Yeah, thing. he did. He did work it into the point. We thing. saw Rico three times over at the in this WrestleMania weekend. Mm-hmm. And, and each time was... got nicer and cooler, which was hard to top. Right, and I think it it's because so cool. we were the only ones talking to him. I don't know. We're either completely wrong or they completely missed the boat on this guy. He was really athletic. The guy was a cop before he was a wrestler. And he was a cop after a wrestler, even when he was already old, beaten down. American Gladiator winner. American Gladiator winner. Uh, 
Batman in a Batman stunt show at You Universal know that Studios. because you're wearing your Batman hoodie. That's right. And he was, told you. That's right. And I got him to sign it. He signed my Batman hoodie. What in, happened to it? Uh, it's gone. <laughs> you couldn't see where he signed it because it was a black faded Batman hoodie and he right. signed it in black ink. But hey, I well, got On the it. yellow or something, right? Like well, kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah. But, but God, that guy was so was fan really friendly cool. and just a great performance. We saw Rico. We saw Gold Dust. We saw uh, the Gold Dust story. We should tell that one. Um, okay, so we're standing out at the same hotel. This is after we talked to Cena. We figure out where the entrance is that they're all using, but they've got a barricade up to keep you know people like us away for good reason. But you can see the guys getting out of the cars, and if you yell really loud, you might get one to turn around. Yeah. And we see Gold Dustin get out of the car and. I was actually very upset that he wasn't in the gold air paint yet. But, um, you know, everybody's yelling out. It's not just me and Scott. It's maybe 15 other people. Yeah. Hey, gold dust. Can we get a picture? I'm not taking a picture without my mama. Ah, that's funny. And then he pulls his mother out of the limo, and she's covering her face, and she's like, oh, God, Dustin, now they know I fucked Dusty. And it's just... It, you know, that's phrasing. Of, of course, you can't. You, she didn't say any of those things, but she didn't want her picture taken. But that's the funny joke. Um, so, yeah, so that was really cool because none of us expected that. And we all got a picture with Goldust and his mama. Yeah. Or at least you did. I, didn't have I, I don't think the mom was in there. I think it was just the initial. And yeah. she's like, I'm out. Yeah. And he walks in, so that was kind of cool. Um, is that the time you ran into Rhino and. Uh, no, that was the little Summer Guido. Slam. Okay, it was slow, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's countless other uh, meetings and other people. Was there anybody else of note from WrestleMania uh, that we met? We saw Kendrick and um, Shofunaki walking down the street, and Shofunaki was wearing cowboy boots and a, and a right. white cowboy hat. That's right. And I think he was wearing shorts, like <laughs> jean shorts with the cowboy boots. Probably. And, hey, and, don't knock the jean shorts. Well, yeah, but with cowboy boots. Oh, all right. Um, and uh, and a wife beater, so that was funny. He's living. He was up. he was on the other side of the street, so we didn't get to talk to him. But uh, it was that one. Um, oh, and then uh, and access. Yeah, access was awesome. We go. Um, we're we're. I told the Big Show story the, a little while ago. The Big Show story was cool, and then did you tell the Angle story? Well, and the autograph. Yeah, um, yeah, the autograph angle. That's still the coolest. Thing, but I think I said some stupid Angle. No, we were in line, and oh, I remember you were getting now. You're getting up there to get signed, and you, before we got signed, as we're walking up, somebody behind us yells out to, Brock Lesnar sucks! We get up there, and he's just like, no. This is Angle talking. Angle goes, no, no, he doesn't. <laughs> and, and then, you know, Angle, we're huge fans. You're awesome. This, you know, we're is what the sport needs this is a guy who's legitimate and funny that's and, not what i said well we're you remember what i said washing him yeah after he signs it please don't die he that's says, not what i said or don't get broken or something like that no i i said hey uh if you got to take the time off for your surgery at least your hair can grow back <laughs> that's right that's right i said please don't die or something like that. yeah but yeah. i was all excited i'm like hey you can grow your hair back buddy and then he's like oh no i'm gonna get this other surgery it's gonna go really fast and then i got bummed out because i'm like oh, oh. I thought you could grow your hair back. Yeah. So that that one was good. Um, Kevin Nash, do you remember that one? Fuck, that was fantastic. Kevin Nash, 
There's a lady in front of us. A very yeah, pretty there lady. was a very, very pretty, very augmented lady in front of us. Um, and um, Not Island of Dr. Moreau style. Right, right. She didn't have two asses. But, um, <laughs> God, your South Park references are still <laughs> from 19. Yes, they are, because I, I don't have time to watch TV shows. Yes, you do. I watch a lot of TV shows. Yeah, but, but you refuse to watch any season of South Park past four. Yeah, probably. It's amazing to yeah, me. It's whatever. Um, but she gets up there and she has her little two minutes mm-hmm. or that minute with uh, with Kevin Ash. And then as we're waiting to go up and talk to Kevin Ash, he gets one of the aides to go over and talk to her. We're absolutely sure that he's just getting her number. Um, but as we get up there, we're kind of sitting there going, should we, should we ask him if he got the number and we chickened out we didn't ask but we just so that was watching uh, but she hung around the, and we asked yeah, her yeah she did um did, what, did you ask her yeah okay i was looking somewhere else what'd you like what happened with kevin nash she goes oh he asked for my phone number that's okay amazing <laughs> yeah we watched the we watched an actual player in action yeah because we are nerds yeah and several wrestlemanias later <laughs> finally <laughs> um so all that happened so i know piper means the world to you yeah so i think we should talk about 19 and then we'll, we'll backtrack it to that we'll yeah 19 out. okay so we're at the show and again this is he goes you didn't see him before in bakersfield he's gonna be at wrestlemania he's booked to fight vince hogan hogan uh, hogan yes hogan hogan sorry i should have mentioned it. um hogan's gonna and fight that's, vince and, and that's a crazy match in absolutely itself. It's like, yeah hogan's this is gonna, only gonna happen once right vince fighting anybody is just insane yeah and it's only gonna happen once yeah. Except if he had already done St. Valentine's Day Massacre, but... No, no, no. I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah, Vince is only going to fight one guy one time. Like, right, right. Vince is going to fight other guys. We're but... not going to get a best of five series out of Vince. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we go there, and um, nobody knew. Uh, no, there's no forewarning, but... I'm wearing my Cactus Jack shirt. Yeah, and, and the flannel, right? Did you have the flannel? Probably. Shirt? Yeah. Um, and I dress... Kinda like Roddy Piper. I got the hot rod shirt that Scott got for me, and I'm wearing a terrible Where's that little... shirt. What? Where's that shirt? God damn it! I just did one of these boxes. Set him again. Um, it's not like it fits me anymore. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You just cut out the belly. Yeah, there you go. So let's just say hot row. <laughs> but uh, so you got the shirt. I got the shirt. I got a terrible little scrap of red uh, flannel plaid. And, you're uh, wearing a kilt. I am wearing a kilt. And you're wearing it like a nutcase. I'm wearing it like a douchebag because it was cold and I put pants on underneath it. Uh, no, I thought you weren't because you're complaining that you I was doing on wearing it traditionally. I was I was wearing it like that the day before at Access. Okay. And it was too goddamn cold. Yeah. So the day of the show, I put okay. it on and I had my pants on underneath it. Yeah, and there's a commemorative chair. Like, keep your balls covered, yeah, yeah, will you please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and we're not sitting in the same seats. No, we're we're in this commemorative chair area, but Scott's on one side of the ring, I'm on the other because you know that's just how we got our tickets. Um, and I and I've got, you know, fans on either side of me, obviously, but I, I didn't know any of them. Um, they're like, oh, that's an awesome shirt. Like Piper was not in the lexicon at, at this point. Nobody was talking about Piper. Nobody was. 
you know, he wasn't recently on the show. And it wasn't a time where they yeah. were, they would just sell merchandise of everybody that's been through those doors. Right. In fact, I don't even think, did you get that shirt from them? No. Or did, yeah, we got it third hand. Yeah. So, so yeah, so we got that and I'm there. I was like, oh, that's awesome. You guys, these are the other fans. Oh, that's awesome. You guys, where'd you get that? And I was like, oh, my friend got it for me. Shut up. Let's watch the show. Don't touch me. <laughs> but, um, you know, and in the middle of the Hogan match. Piper comes out and hits Vince with a wrench or a pipe or something. Hits Hogan with a pipe. Hit, that's right. He hits Hogan with it. And I lose my shit. I'm up on the chair already. And I just, Piper, Piper. I say that at least six times really loud. Everyone's like, did you know? Did you know it was coming? No. Ah! And it, so. And I'm wow. excited and I'm watching this thing going. Son of a bitch! This totally negates everything. <laughs> everything no, he doesn't he said care. About, he doesn't care about Hogan. Couldn't care less about the experience of Hogan. I got the experience of Piper. Piper shows back up <laughs> 19 years later, cracks him over the head like, God, man, fantastic. So, but that was, uh, that made me tremendously happy that that occurred, and you right. got to be there for that. Absolutely, because we had uh, met Piper at a UPW show yes, before, probably was it like two like, years. Like before third or fourth UPW show we went yeah, to, like, one of, he was there very we went early specifically on. to this UPW show because he was going to be there. Yeah, the, there was not really anything on the card that, oh god, that's must see. Turned out some great matches were on the card. But, sure, but that um, was like holy shit, Roddy Piper's yeah, going to be there. Shit. We get to beat him and talk to him because they were because they build it as, um, or I don't know if they even build it about this, but uh, what wound up happening to the show was they did Piper's pit, which like in this instance was him coming in and promoting the DVD. Well, one of the DVD versions no, was, was Day book. Live. Uh, no, it was Day oh. Live. It was Day Live. Because he had the shirt. Right, but it was also his book. Was Oh, yeah, In the Pit with Piper. Yeah. Which is, okay. In the Pit with Piper is a phenomenal read if you want to look into the psyche of a guy who's done a lot of cocaine. He, I, I, I love Piper. I've said some things that uh, are a little bit shots at him, but I think he'd appreciate him because he'd take shots at everybody because he's Piper. Um, I hope he would. I don't know. I know I've met him. Back. You're a gigantic fan. I'm a huge you're, Piper fan. You're moving right now. Yeah. Like, this is your last days in Southern Orange, uh, uh, Southern Orange, Orange County. California at all, because I'm moving to Georgia. To yeah. Have a street. And. and a GK. Anyway. Yeah, never in the Hall of Fame. You'll uh, be taking. You you'll be taking a VHS tape I am of taking Piper. That you got me, yeah. Which has the greatest Piper's Pit segment ever, where he has the, of course, perfect guest. Yeah. Himself. So that tape, uh, DVD, another DVD. Uh, the Born of Controversy book. one is already in my folder. Yeah, like you're you're relinquishing all sorts of stuff. Yeah, but I'm I'm keeping my Piper stuff. You're keeping all Piper stuff. Yeah, you're including you're a, Piper a little bobblehead Funko thing that you got for it's me. It's over there. Uh, no, I put them in the oh, okay. box. But, so uh, you're taking all Piper things with you. Like yeah. you love Piper. There's I no do. doubt about it. Like you take the shots, but it's right. Yeah, it's, it's all com- because it's, it's completely out it's of, hiding it's the pain of that he's gone. Yeah, I I work heel, but um. <laughs> You work ham. I, I do work ham as often as I can. But um, that book, In the Pit with Piper, um, is really, really strange to read. It's He does skip the beginning of a lot of stories, punch headlong into the middle, and wrap around eventually. Um, but he was telling some stories from that book, um, including <laughs> the... Uh, one describing the length and girth of a body part of Lord Alfred Hayes. 
Yeah, please don't mention that body part on the show because no, we never we never discussed. I those. understand, but you like you know, it's okay. In the book, he's describing a situation where he's at some show. Hayes is working the show too, but he's being interviewed by the local newspaper or a local newscast because there's a camera, and uh, so he's sitting there doing that, and he feels something touch him. On the ear, he's standing next to the bleachers, touching me on the on the right ear, and he just reaches up and he grabs this thing that's you know it's whatever it is, and he just starts kind of yanking on it, and then he turns his head, and you know, it's Lord Alfred's haze, and it's <laughs> just there. How you doing, Roddy? And <laughs> that's the end of that TV interview. <laughs> so and it's in stories like that, but he didn't like he didn't explain at the beginning of it that. That's something Hayes did to mm-hmm. everyone. He in fa- apparently he would he would chase the young boys around the locker room, waving that damn sword at people. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Piper book's great. Read it. Um, Piper's fantastic. I really do miss him. It's it's Piper Passanoia was harder on me than even Eddie. So yeah, it's it it was kind of a bad day. So, but we got to meet him. We did get to meet him. We got to uh, take a picture where I had green hair and a terrible, terrible facial hair. Uh, much worse than what I have now. But um, Oh, that's perfectly suitable. Yeah, it's fine. Totally fine. I look like an adult. But, um, yeah, we got to meet him. I got to talk to him. He was He's the coolest guy. Any like Anytime you see anything about him backstage or in a setting like that, everybody has nothing but glowing words to say about him. Um, you can kind of see the crazy. It's there. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, you know, I, I have no idea if it was, you know, natural or augmented, but, you know, there's, he, he admits to taking a lot of drugs in that book, so it's, you know, it's not, I'm not talking and about school. And when we were there, because we brought up two of the segments, we brought up two of our favorite Piper's Pits, we brought up, uh, we said the, uh, we started with, oh, the one where you interview yourself, because yes, that was. it's the best one. There it's, wasn't. It's fantastic. There wasn't uh, YouTube at that point. Nope. There wasn't uh, DVDs. Like, we had the VHS, and that was the first time either of us had seen it. Yeah, because you, you bought the DVD for, or the, the, the VHS. The VHS, and then we watched it together for the first time. And didn't know that that segment was on there. Like, didn't I know it never... existed. I didn't know it existed. Did you? No. Yeah. And so we watched that, absolutely fell in love with it, and then <laughs> brought that up. Like, oh, that one. And he was kind of, in that moment, he kind of went like, yeah. And without flat out saying, he's like, yeah, cocaine. Yeah, it's a hell of a drug. Yeah, yeah was heavily involved in right. that and wasn't really proud of it but Which just was, like yeah he just kind of begrudgingly did that and then yeah and you almost kind of want to go look hey uh, i'm glad you're healthy now but damn that was art that was that was so fantastic fun it's really really good you, i understand why you may not want to be proud of it but you can be it's okay but you can't say that because it's you know it's his battle and he's he's yes. gonna fight it his way but then this is pre DVD story yeah. documentaries everything so we didn't yeah, well, know pre born to controversy pre this story know. about the Frankie Williams one the first one oh Frankie Frankie Williams straight out of Cuba yeah <laughs> from Columbus Ohio uh, by, by way, way of Puerto Rico that's what it was. yeah <laughs> yeah um, yeah they, so him getting yeah. us that little bit where it's like oh yeah that guy's yeah, clearly he, not we, from that place we talked about yeah the 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 Piper's Pit that one with Frankie Williams. Well, we didn't realize, and what he didn't even mention was that's the first Piper's Pit. Yeah, that's the first one that they taped. That's the first one, like, 
that was part of the TV show because they've done the Piper's Pits at the house show. Mm-hmm. But that's the first one they taped for television. Um, but he didn't like that. Didn't even register to him. He was just talking about the fact that he was Frankie Williams by way of or Columbus, Ohio by way of Puerto Rico. And yeah. And when we went back and watched it, you could totally tell. Oh yeah, that guy's English is not his first language. <laughs> no, no, no that's, not at all. <laughs> that's his. Uh, oh, I just knocked the crap over. Um, or keel. Yep. International object. But uh, so that was cool. Uh, got to meet Piper. I did get to meet one of my heroes, and I wasn't disappointed. So yeah, that's you know, meet some of your heroes. Not all of them will suck. Um, <laughs> coming from a, a pessimist. Coming from a guy who thinks everybody sucks. Yeah, it's uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else. Uh, we've had a lot of wrestling adventures. God, like, yeah, we've we met do. a lot of people. We've gone to a lot of places. We've done that. You're now going to Georgia. I am going to Georgia. Um, you probably have way more wrestling shows at your fingertips now. I would. I imagine. hope so. I just I got no one to go with. But um, you got your boy. Are you going to take him to wrestling shows? Yeah, when he's you know more than ten months old. Yes, I'm going to take my child to wrestling. Put shows. him next to the pyro. Absolutely, great idea. I'll be blind and deaf before he can you know get to kindergarten. But will you? Do you think you'll watch wrestling with your son if he's into it? You're going to go and you're going to do absolutely. All that? Yeah, and I'll buy him all the Cena shirts he wants, Roman Reigns, whatever the hell. I don't care. It's it doesn't even matter if it's someone you Seth Rollins shirts. Would you buy him Seth Rollins shirts? Sure. Why not? <laughs> if he's like Seth Rollins, I'll find out why. But it's. <laughs> You know, whatever. It's my kid. I, at that point, I'm just happy that I'm creating another wrestling fan. I don't... I know... Look, Seth Rollins... And, and I, I don't like Seth Rollins. Because... I don't necessarily buy Seth Rollins yet. You know, the guy... I think his name is Colby Lopez. He's a talented wrestler. Very good. Obviously built incredibly well. Takes some kind of you know, pride in his work. And I haven't seen any of the Tyler Black stuff, so I don't know. I just don't, I don't believe him yet. Okay. Maybe he'll get into it. I just, I kind of wish that I believed the guys before they became world champions. But hey, that's not my call. And he doesn't have to prove anything to me. You didn't choke him out? I didn't choke him out, yeah. Um, He doesn't have to prove anything to me. he could be you. You don't know. He could kick the crap out of me. I guarantee (laughs) he could kick the crap out of me. I don't crossfit. But, um, that's not the point. I, I just, I like, he's, he's supposed to be Ric Flair. You're cross-fat. Yeah, that's right. Cross-fat. Bullface. But, uh, <laughs> that's right, Bull Dempsey made the show. But, uh, you know, I'll he's, just edit that part yeah, out. I'm sure you will. Um, he's supposed to be Ric Flair. He's supposed to be the chicken shit heel, the gold standard. The, you know, he needs his horsemen around him, which maybe he'll get. But, you know, that's what he's supposed to be. But you watch his promos and you watch his work in the ring. He's getting a little better with the work in the ring, but I don't buy it yet. I don't believe that he believes he's the best in the world. I don't believe that he's, you know, bought in like he says he has. Okay. But he doesn't have to prove that to me. I'm just some schmuck that, you know watches the show you're some schmuck that i still encourage should be doing something you should be writing you should be blogging you should be something Ah, i I think listeners enjoyed listening to you today i'm gonna put it on you i know you have a twitter account oh god yeah what is it 
Uh, Tortuga de Sexo. I have written into the show before. Uh-huh. That's fantastic. I I encourage listeners to tweet at Tortuga de Sexo. Sure, if you can find me. I think I've got like five total tweets, three of them into your show. Yes, but I'm saying like you should be active. We can't have our wrestling adventures for a little while. Yeah. We're on hiatus. Yeah, that's going to happen. But I enjoyed rehashing these. I love the fact that you're, you're potentially creating a new wrestling fan. Yeah, absolutely. If you know wrestling, maybe you just love Lord of the Dance. I don't know. Maybe he, you know, he's watched a couple of wrestling shows with me, and he didn't cry his eyes out. So that's a good start. That's good. And yeah. I got my nephews that have watched it a couple of times. There you go. There so, you go. A couple of knuckleheads. Yeah, we could have a big old bash. There we go. Get together for WrestleMania '84. <laughs> <laughs> that Vince will still be running. He'll still be from running his, from his from his cryogenic head, head, head in, in, in a jar. jar. Uh, but, but this uh, thrills me. I'm glad we, we finally, <laughs> glad we got to finally do this. I yeah. know there's other stories. I'm totally forgetting. Yeah, yeah. There, we could do this a lot. Yeah. I know we called uh, I called uh, Eddie Guerrero pig fucker a lot. Uh, yep. at Live shows. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I made a terrible hire Carino sign. Well before that was a thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, All oh, kinds. God. Yeah, of stuff. there was there was a lot of a lot of stuff. I got to pat. Angle's uh, bald spot. No, your brother got the Pat Angle's bald spot. Yeah, and I w- was standing right next to uh, little Spike Dudley and almost caught him when he fell. <laughs> uh, so I know we're gonna have more. I yeah. hope we talk again. I, I sure. I, I'm glad we did this. Uh, yeah, it too. thrills me that you're a dad. It thrills hey. me that we've had these adventures, and uh, I'm glad that you remember this shit because I don't. I'm glad we got to talk about it too. I'm like. Really big fan of the show. Uh, I do have to listen to it more, but that's, you know, when I have time, I listen to it, but time doesn't happen when you have to sleep. A potential future WWE champion because you choked out the Miz. That's right. That can't be Not taken away from you. That's right. I and you it. should be writing or doing something. Okay. So if you do something, by the time I air this, uh, uh, I don't know when that'll be, but I hope you have something in the works where you're writing or something because Steve is opinionated. We've... we've Buttheads all the time argue mm-hmm. ve- vehemently. Uh, we about argued today about the fact nonsense. that CM Punk is a mid carter. No, he's not. <laughs> fat, fat, chubby dick. <laughs> not See, currently, you know. And that's what uh, maybe someday we'll just have <laughs> angry discussions about what we talk about, and we don't listen to each other. But Absolutely. now the worlds are colliding. We got more of our friends watching now, and that's it's, right. It's just awesome. I love it. Wrestling brings people together. For people that don't want to be brought together. Absolutely. Don't touch me. So, when you see Steve on Twitter, don't touch him. That's right. He'll bite your hand. All right. Bye, jerks. Yeah, so, you know, I I still hope at some point Steve gets his title shot against Miz. It is deserving. He choked the man out. We couldn't stand him in UPW and... Well, to be quite frank, we still can't stand much now. I think there's something about a, a bad guy who you just don't like and not be like, no, I just don't like the actor. I Look, I'm sorry. I just hate Gary Oldman. I don't <laughs> care. It's not that he's playing a great villain. Mm-hmm. I just don't like him. Yeah. That's The Miz. Yeah. To a T. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> oh God. I, when you guys invited me, I had no idea you were going to have such a prepared uh mrs dad is here everybody and i you know um I'm, full disclosure here i did not 
invite you. I was a little worried because when we had these big meals, I invited so many other people. I invited Macho Man. I invited Ric Flair. I invited Mark Henry, who went to his car. I don't know where he went. I invited uh, oh, uh, Charlotte. Oh, please, please. Scott, Steve, the curtain jerks. I invited Dixie Car. I invited I Mrs. Taz. No need to invite me. When a smell smells this good, there's no way to keep me away. Um, oh, just a little dab of this ketchup-infused pumpkin pie. Now, wait a second. The way you taste sweaty like ham. You're eating it like a fly. You're, you're, just, you're not regurgitating on it, but you're drooling on it before you eat it. Salvation lubricates the pipes as well as the protein for my internal combustion engine. Oh, what do we... Looks like I found a little party favor inside the turkey. What do we... What is this, a Rolex? Oh, uh... Is this a gold foil chocolate Rolex? Uh, no, there's Perhaps no... Perhaps I'll nibble no on this a little bit. That's Ric Flair's watch. That's Ric Flair's watch. Just uh, gotta suck off the foil. No, there's no foil. It's a real mm-hmm. Rolex. That's a legit Rolex. It seems to be able to tell the time, but... That's... The sweet chocolate seems to be eluding me from the inside. Thousands of dollars. There's no chocolate. There's gears inside. Um, just lick through the uh, nope. little gelatinous skin that's cut on the grooves of the Rolex. I don't so much fear your health. I fear your financial well-being because Ric Flair's going to charge you for that watch. Oh, please. I'll hold on to this cold Rolex and uh, give it back to him. Perhaps he can... Unlock the secret of the chocolate within. Well, look, Mrs. Dad, um, it's, it, it is oh. apropos you sh- Oh, look at all this stuffing. Oh, it's done in the classic Southern California style, served on the floor with bits of what? porcelain. Oh, mm, uh, no, you're not going to want any of the uh, stuffing with the chorizo. And There's I dick blood shall near it. eat it in the traditional Northern California style without my hands. No, uh, look, Mrs. Dad, it's Meow. appropriate that you're here because we Meow. were just... I was talking to my... Meow. I know, you're eating a... Meow. You're turning cat-like. I don't really understand. Look, uh, we're talking with my friend Steve oh, Anoni. Is that a about, Diet Coke that's been opened? Yes. Uh, is, this, is this your Diet Coke? No, I don't drink Diet Coke. I think it's deplorable. Oh, you, you mind if I wash down this stuffing, turkey, and chocolate foil with a little gulp of this? Diet Coke. I think it's Steve Seuss's Diet Coke. I don't... I wouldn't take it. Oh, I... I've been looking for that Diet Coke. Look, Mrs. Dad, we've... Just for the taste of it. Diet Coke. I was talking to my friend Steve Anoni, and a long time ago, the Miz, your son, came into his bar and uh, was being very rowdy and being uh, very unruly and uh, oh, my friend Steve that, I understand what you're getting at he choked them out you're and threw them out of the where's bar where's the booze no 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 no, no Jack no, no. Daniels no 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 we were oh, telling Captain a story Morgan's. about your son got choked oh, out oh sparkly cider oh oh could you open it and put it by the radiator so it goes flat no 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 your son got choked out by a guest on our show who uh Steve Venoni oh I listened to the interview segment. Sounds like a real cool guy. Yeah, well, he choked out your son. Oh. The Miz. The Miz? Yeah. Oh, you mean Mike? Yes. The Miz, yes. Mike, yes. Yeah, Miz sometimes shows up at bars like in San Diego or Southern California, whatever. It was in Dana Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he choked him out. Oh, lovely area. Love the area. It's it's a very nice area. But so much parking. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing. That uh, what's the name of that sandwich place? Islands? Is it Islands? 
Uh, no, that's not that's in... That's the burrito place. It's not in Dana Point. That's in Laguna Hills. It's called What's, Beach Cities. Oh, Beach City Sandwich. No, I think I got that wrong. I don't remember what it's called. But they serve you a sandwich on a Frisbee. They do. They oh, serve you a sandwich Oh, it's so good. They're not a sponsor of the show, so I'm not going to get the name right. Oh, that's fine. Uh, I mean, look, it's not as good as this Thanksgiving feast, but oh my God. Look, isn't it embarrassing that a non-wrestler choked out your son who is a wrestler? That he choked out The Miz? Steve Anoni choked out The Miz. You, you mean Mike? Yes, he choked out The Miz, who went on to be WWE oh, champion. God, I can't, oh, my God. Who main evented WrestleMania. Oh, I can't believe this. Is, well, is Stephen okay? Is <laughs> yeah. he all right? Yeah, he's fine. Mike didn't scratch him, did he? I don't, th- I don't think... Oh, I God, don't Mike's think, a scratcher. Did he scratch Steve? I don't think The Miz hurt oh, Steve in any way possible. Look, if he scratched your friend, Steve, and I'll talk to Michael for you, all right? What will you do if he did scratch him? What will you talk to him about? I'm going to have a stern talk to you. Look, don't scratch people. That's how you can pass bacteria. I think can get infected. Did you, Steve... Do you got, does the Mizanans carry a lot of bacteria? No, it's just sometimes you get your dirty fingernails and you scratch. Did Mike bite Steven? I don't think he you did him, but Scott, Steve, tell me, tell me if Stephen got scratched or he got bit by Michael. Okay, I I don't know if he did, but I'll check. If, if he got bit, what will you do? I'll have a stern talking to him. Tell him he doesn't get any of the honey baked ham for Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. I'm not bringing any of these leftovers home for Mike. Okay, well, look, um, I I'm glad that happened, but I just I thought you might be embarrassed as a father to have a son who got choked out by a normal person. Oh, there's no way I could be any more embarrassed. <laughs> well, um, look, uh, t- grab a seat, enjoy some Thanksgiving, enjoy some some meals here, and it's it, you know have at it. God bless us, everyone. All right, we're oh my god, the turkey is mutated, the turkey is alive. The turkey's looking at me with confused eyes and is drooling down his face. A lot of people say I look like a jelly bean with long hair. Good lord, it's sentient. Let's learn how to speak the English language. Oh, Rick. Rick Flair, is this your watch? Don't touch me. Hey, that's my watch. What's this gigantic turkey doing in my watch? Look, it's... Cha- <laughs> whoa, whoa. Where's this chest? I don't even know where the chest is at. Mr. Flair, Mr. Flair. It's one big pile of melting vanilla pudding. Mr. Flair, it's the season of giving, and I'd like to give back to you your chocolate watch that I found. Oh, my God. Please enjoy this tasty chocolate treat. Wait a second. I'm not wearing a shirt. Take off your shirt right now. Whoop. We have the exact same body type. (sighs) Happy holidays, Mr. Flair. Happy Thanksgiving, talking turkey. Whoa, Scott. <laughs> Meeting of the ages. Oh, my phone ran out of juice. I was going to take a picture of both their bodies. Hey, buddy, Mrs. don't worry Dad about and it. Ric Flair had the exact same body. Just drink up the moment. Just be present and appreciate it, Scott. Oh, I can't eat or drink anything. I'm wildly disgusted. I will be then copiously just, vomiting after this podcast. Then just be present, because that's what the holiday is all about. It's appreciating the time with the people you have. And losing weight by vomiting after all you ate. Well, make sure you brush your teeth. Brush your teeth because it smells like vomit and it's gross. Oh, man. Happy Thanksgiving, Steve. Happy Thanksgiving, Scott. I hope Mark Henry's okay.
<laughs> yeah, left. I hope he comes back. Look, if he comes back in, we'll have plenty of leftovers for him. Okay. Well, happy Thanksgiving, uh, giving and giving, you know, the normal word that it is. To you, the listener, uh, thank you so much. Rate and review us on iTunes. That is giving thanks back to us. That helps us out in a big, gigantic way. Of course, Pro Wrestling Loot, that is a benefit to you. That is a benefit to us. That is getting gifts for the holidays for you or for your wrestling friends. Use the promo code SCOTT to get 10% off your first crate. Um, and thank you, Steve Vinoni, for agreeing to sit down with me and stick a recorder in front of your face and rehash in old times. Uh, and Steve gave out his Twitter, so go tweet at Steve and let him know that you enjoyed listening to him on the show. And uh, hopefully he does start pursuing making those games that he was talking about because he's got a creative mind, and I and I hope it happens. So happy Thanksgiving. I can't even say it right still. Hey, look. You're just so grateful for the time that we have together. Shut Ah! Oh, right. Say right. Do the promo correct. Ah, it's not a promo. It's an outro. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. For Curtain Dirks, I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things. These things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands. Uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks. Follow us, uh, like the episode, comment, tw- uh, comment during. It. You could, you should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh, that was uh, quotable. And then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there. And if you're an aesthetics person, orange accents. Right? Orange is the new black, guys. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to be dated. (laughs) No way. No way. Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs. WCW champion if they're still around. Yeah, that's how it works. So there's the orange is the new black WCW crossover. Jason Biggs is the new championship. That belt's almost as big as his head. It is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos. Uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos ideas. Videos ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. <laughs> uh, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> receive this transmission from the comedy podcast network for more shows visit comedypodcastnetwork.com